body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. We have a special guest in studio today, a gentleman we've both known for a long time. His name is Clarence Cook. C, how are you? I'm doing great, Steve. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Kind of just sprung this autumn, Tim. Hey, C, what are you doing? You want to come do a, a podcast episode with us? Well, you know, I think everybody should be aware that we have a we have a van now, and it's called uh, Attack Life, Not Others Van, and we come around searching for people. <laughs> the truth is, is exactly how it happened. We were in the studio doing an episode, and all of a sudden we had this idea, and Clarence lives right by, and Steve and I both thought, well, why don't we go get him? And uh, we had to handcuff him and bring him over here, but it's kind of a cool thing because Clarence, Steve, and I go pretty far back. And we have the same methodology. We have the same method of the way we kind of treat our lives and other people around us. And I thought it would be pretty cool. He has no clue if we're going to talk about ice cream or pickles. Right. That's the truth. Right, right, right. And so he's just learning now what the subject matter is going to be. You know, that shows he has trusted us that we're not going to steer him wrong. We're not going to talk about ice cream. We're here to talk about consistency. That's one of the fundamental principles we often go back to on this podcast. But I think you're the epitome of consistency. I mean, truth be told, you live nearby, you walk by anybody in the Lehigh Valley that knows C, you're working out all the time. You got your gym in your garage, the garage door on a day like this where it's beautiful weather and we're getting more beautiful as uh, the months go on. Uh, You're working out all the time. And you've been doing this. It's not like... uh, This ain't your first rodeo, as they say. Not five years, not 10 years, not 20 years, but how long? Well, actually, I've been working out for 50, been a trainer for 41, but I've learned how to adjust my training recently. You know, I was fortunate that uh, I lost some weight recently. I have to talk about this because my, my younger son, who I'm going to visit tomorrow, he read me the riot act about losing some weight. It was necessary, not that I was fat and out of shape, obviously, because this is what I do for a living, but I was carrying too much around. He said to me, he said, look it, dad, you don't need to do this. You don't need to be carrying that around because it's not healthy for you. Even though, you know, you're working out all the time, it's still a lifestyle. You know, we have to maintain that level of consistency that you guys were just talking about. I think that's the important thing in all of our lives, no matter how we approach it. It's about being consistent, being determined. And really just taking it one day at a time, especially when it comes to training. When you talk about being overweight. Everything's relative. Let's put that out there right now. Everything's relative. Like his overweight is not. No, no. Everybody's overweight. When you're you're a young martial artist, you teach anywhere and everywhere. And you get invited, you teach. So way back when I was teaching at the Jewish Community Center here locally, and that's where I met you. And man, I tell you what, man, you were ripped in. You still are now. You look great. But that was a long, that was 30 years ago. And, you know, you're a personal trainer. And when you say personal trainer, you train people in getting in shape and staying in shape. So let's say you have somebody that was out of shape and you got them in shape. What's the wisdom you give to them to say, stay in shape? That's the hardest thing in the world is to stay in the martial arts, stay in the groove, stay in the pattern. Don't break loose because once you break loose, it's harder to get back. What do you say to them? You make a really strong point there because I think it depends on the person's age too. You know, someone that's young, when they first get started, you know, everything's on the upswing. You know, they're making all these great gains and, you know, they're training for a specific thing, whether it be sports, martial arts, um, whatever it is, just to stay in health and wellness. But, you know, as we get older, I think it's about really just keeping the body moving. 
that's a real key, you know, even at the lower levels, the younger levels, or as we age, especially for the senior population, because I really deal with a lot in the seniors, Ooh. they need to keep moving. And, um, you know, I have this program at B'nai B'rith House that I also teach, besides being a personal trainer, but I also work there. And uh, we've established this class, you know, it's like a chair class, you know, with the bands and the weights. And mm-hmm. it's amazing how they've just embraced this. Not that they, you know, didn't exercise beforehand, but this group setting has really changed their whole mindset and their approach to how they want to stay healthy. I tell people, take it one workout at a time. Think of every workout as a good workout. Some are better than others. You know, you're not always going to have a great day. You're not always going to feel at your best, but you have to be disciplined. Put your time in. Yeah. So and it comes back to discipline. Again. It really does. It doesn't matter if you're weightlifting, martial arts. It doesn't matter if you're into gift wrapping. It doesn't matter if you're in a book club. Stick with the discipline that you found to be your release. And you said, the key thing that you said was it's a group setting. And I always talk about yeah, that. Yeah, you do. You hang around the right people that are on the right path, you're going to stay on the right path. They're going to encourage you not to fall off. Well, yeah, yeah especially, I mean, in your line of work, Tim, with martial arts, I mean, that is really the epitome of discipline and, you know, the group togetherness, especially getting kids at that young age. Parents bring their kids in, you know, they want them to learn some discipline, some focus, you know, get in shape, how to defend themselves, which I think is an important part of our sure. society today. And for an individual, it builds confidence. But the fact is, early on teachings that you have with these young people, as they grow older, it sticks with you. You know, And I find that what I've been able to do, the similar case fashion with, with people that want to work out, once you get started, you find how much it benefits you. And if you think about it, that it's really just for you, the individual, because we all train here, we all do our own stuff. But it's really about taking care of ourselves as individuals. Yeah, it is. I, I always, I always, yeah, I always think about what they say to you and how many times you hear. You're going to hear this. You said you're going to Florida tomorrow. Yes. What's the first thing they're going to do when you sit down? They're going to you got to strap you. They're going to give you that whole sermon, right? Yeah, the whole spiel of yeah. safety. But you know what they say? If the oxygen mask drops down, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to save yourself. You're supposed to put it on yourself first. First, and yes. that is, I believe in that. It's not being a pig or being a hog or say, oh, you know, I get no. You've got to take care of yourself first to inspire others so you're strong and you can lead. And then others will take shape. Look at your son. He's already bugging you. Does he lift? Yes. He's a former two-time state wrestling champion in Florida. So, you know, his discipline, he's still an assistant wrestling coach. He still trains hard. But, you know, it's funny when I said to him, you know, I've, I've actually lost like 27 pounds in the last three months, man. I'm really happy about this. And, uh, I said to him, I says, well, you know, your dad's going to come down here. I'm down now all this way. And he says, well, we'll make the evaluation when you get off the <laughs> <make> the evaluation. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And he's going to be your biggest critic. You yes. know, yeah. And I'm really thankful because he was the one that really gave me the impetus to do this. So, Clarence, we're talking about consistency. When uh, you mentioned Clarence Cook, that's what I think about first and foremost is consistency because you just always show up. We talk about just showing up. You're there. You're doing it. You're doing your thing day in, day out. But I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up as well. And you talk about your son, talk about your grandson all the time. One of the other principles we talk about in this show, Attack Life, Not Others, is faith, family, and friends, FFF. And do you want to just take a moment or two to talk about what that means to you? Because I know, I know that's your life. That's you. Yeah. I mean, you really. Uh, How important is that for my, people to recognize? It, it's, that it's, that's- it's such an important 
factor. I mean, obviously, all of us of our family, our friends, you know, our faith, no matter how we observe, whatever we observe, right. you know. And uh, I know for myself, you know, like I have two sons. I have a grandson. I got a sister. You know, I have cousins. But I also know the ones that aren't here any longer, my mother and my uncle, et cetera, et cetera, and my grandmother, who were big influences in my life. They've remained in my life, you know, because of the fact that there's never a day, I'll be honest, that I don't think about them because of what they gave me while they were here. And I can revert to certain things like my grandmother, you know, she was so full of wisdom, a lady that had a fourth grade education from the deep south, but she was so much smarter than me. And uh, she just taught us the common courtesies of life about respect, about respecting ourselves as individuals because if you can't respect yourself, you can't respect others. Right. And like you said before, Tim, you know, about taking care of ourselves, you know, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anything else around you. No, you can't. And my grandson and I have formed this amazing bond. I'm so fortunate. He's 13, you know, watching him grow up and be a part of all that. It's pretty special. I'm fortunate that he lives close by, he lives in Bethlehem, and I can, you know, get to see him every weekend. But the fact is, though, I talk to him every day. For just a couple minutes, you know, I just check in with him and just say, hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, you know, he's busy with his friends and the video games and, you know, schoolwork or whatever it may be. But I find that just taking that couple minutes to check in, you know, I talk to my sons on a regular basis and, you know, my sister, she'll call me on the way to work. <laughs> you know, she'll be going to work and she's an ICU nurse for 41 years, but she'll take a couple of minutes and call me just like. Hey, I'm checking in on my way into work for a couple minutes. So you'd say that because that's a priority in your life, family, that you maintain those relationships. Oh, yes. And we talk about that all the time. And even if it's a 30-second phone call. Oh, but yeah. But you got to maintain that. Yeah. And our friend, you know, friendships, like, you know, my, my career at the JCC just was really uh, uh, forging my career. Yeah, lifelong I'm starting, friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm lifelong friends forever and just the whole relationship building and I think that all of us here, we all know what that's about, you know, being able to get along with people and to maintain that, you yeah. know, and have that, you know, you could not see someone for five years and run into that same person and you know it was legitimate. Well, I remember meeting you for the first time and as I said, you know, you you were ripped and you, you're just this great coach and, and you kind of had, especially locally here, you had a great reputation. Um, everybody kind of knew you even if they didn't know you. But I remember the first time I bumped into you. I mean, you treated me like a brother. I mean, you treated me like you knew me forever. And we didn't really have to, uh, there wasn't any baggage. You weren't carrying any baggage. I wasn't carrying any baggage. We had this perfect intersect. And, what's, and what's great about Clarence is, is he's as real as you get. He's just he's genuine. Real. Where's everything on his sleeve? I'll tell you what, a story that I'll share is, uh, you know, I've been training with Tim here since I was a young child. And, um, but I'd also go to the JCC to work out with weights and do some cardio. Yeah. I'd see him on the heavy bag. Oh my gosh, was that frightening? He would pound it. I mean, he, you never boxed. You no. just put the gloves on, you pounded that thing. Yeah. It was frightening. I mean, he was a beast. <laughs> Still is. Still no, but it's the, it's the, it's the beast. I mean, it's not, it's the kind but, of thing where. That's what we talk about. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Yin Yang. He's yeah. the nicest guy you'll ever nice meet. Guy in the world. Yep. Yep. But there's a beast inside, but that he controls because he lives the life that he does. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about faith, okay, I'll take you into one particular subject matter that I think about a lot. Um, and a lot of people don't know this, but the Methodist, if you say Methodist, you think, well, Methodist, Methodist. And the Methodist religion was based on two words, method of discipline. 
And when you think about that, it's pretty cool. And don't quote me on this, but I think it was John Wesley who created the Methodist tradition. But I think about method of discipline. So you have discipline, but you still have to have a method of how to operate that discipline, whether it's maintenance with your family, as you use the word maintenance with your sisters and your grandson, your brother, whether it's maintenance with workout or whether it's maintenance with diet. It's all about that consistency that comes together every day in your life. And the minute you ignore it, and you're 65. You're just turning 65. Yes, yes. And, good and, guess. <laughs> and you are and have been in this profession for 50 years. And I've been doing it for 45. I don't believe you can take a 30-year-old up here and ask him to talk about that yet. You have to do the time. Once you do the time, just like you with your grandson and your grandmother, then you can roll it over to the next generation and say, hey, this works for me. Whether you take it or not, it's up to you. But this consistency thing works. Find it, keep it, and don't trash it. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's funny you mentioned that about maintenance. You know, I always say that at this point now in our careers, you know, of our exercise methodology, it is about maintenance. It's just about, you know, just maintaining a level of excellence. And, you know, there's different avenues now. There's different ways for us to get to that level of excellence compared to maybe 30 years ago when we were pretty much injury-free, younger. You know, we've wanted to adjust in our training methods. And I think that's one of the things we try to teach to the people that we work with, to teach them that, you know, if you are 65 or you're 75, you know, you're not 25 or 35 anymore. And that's okay. The fact is that you just keep going. You do what you can and always do what's best for you. I've lived by that mantra, you know, doing what's best for the individual. Don't worry about what other people think. The main thing is that if you do your part for you, you'll get results. And you'll grow. And you'll grow. Yeah. No yeah. question about it. Well, here's a story about a man that we just took off the streets. You brought him in here and slapped this right in front of him. He's and not he took, homeless. It's not like we took him, <laughs> off, the, like like, we took him off the streets. I like the analogy. That's good, though. Because you guys actually did take me off, the, did streets. Take me off the streets. <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Thank you for being here, Clancy. Thank Let's you so much for your time. You guys, it's a real honor. Always a pleasure. My respect for you guys is unparalleled. Trust likewise. likewise. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Creation, creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.